Yo, what's up, guys? It's your girl, Caitlin, here with Speak of the Devil. We are on to episode five this week. Some exciting things happened over the past week. Duke played their first regular season home game. John Shire got his first dub on his first season as the official head coach. And a lot of Duke players went off in the NBA, of course. So we have a couple things we're going to dive right into. First things first. Let's talk about that home opener. John Shire's first official head coaching season has started. Now, I know he has subbed in for Coach K over the past, like, two seasons when we needed him, but this is his official start as head coach, so it's always good to start off with a dub. 1-0. To me, John Shire looked very comfortable on the sidelines. I was Not intrigued, but I guess intrigued. I was intrigued to see how he was going to act. I know he's been on the sidelines for years as a player, as a coach, as a recruiter, as everything, but it's so different when you're stepping out there as a head coach. I can't even imagine. And to fill Coach K's shoes, there has to be some nerves there. As ready as he was, you know he was nervous. Now, he looked great. He looked confident. He was super energetic. He was up the whole time. He was yelling plays. He was screaming at the defense. It was great to watch. He, It's great to see that energy. Now, Coach K gave us energy, but Coach K can't give us energy like that anymore. I think it was a good time for him to transition. I think it was great seeing Shire over there with all the new coaching staff, the new players. It just seemed like a great first game. Now, moving on from John Shire, we will come back to him. Let's talk about the actual game itself, and let's talk about Duke and the players. So, final score of that game was 71-44. to We played Jacksonville, obviously. Now, I'm going to run through the starters just to get their stats out there, and then we're going to talk more in depth about those. Mitchell, I'm impressed. I've been impressed. He was 7 from 14 from the field, 2 of 5 from 3. He had 18 points, 1 steal, 1 block, and 1 rebound. Overall, Great game. Kyle, also incredible, and it was his birthday. Shout out to him. Happy belated. He was 4 of 8 from the field, 2 of 5 from 3. He had 10 points, 12 rebounds, 3 assists, and 2 blocks. He had a double-double on his birthday. Now, Ryan Young was 6 for 6 from the field, 100%. 7 rebounds, 2 assists, 3 steals, and 12 points. Roach, our guy Jeremy, the lone captain, went 6 for 10 from the field, 4 of 7 from 3, had 6 rebounds, 4 assists, and 16 points. Now, there was a little concern with him, not really a concern. He did have 4 fouls. He was the only player on Duke to have 4 fouls. Roach cannot get into foul trouble in the season, so just needs to watch that going forward. I know it's the first game. Everybody likes to overreact, but that is just a little note. Last starter... 
was Proctor. Our guy did not have the best game. He was 0 of 8 from the field, 0 of 4 from 3. He had 2 points, 4 rebounds, 2 assists. We'll come back to that. Now, I want to reach out to two standouts. Blake's was 2 for 3 from the field and 2 for 3 from 3. Had 8 points, 3 rebounds. Very good. And our guy Jacob, headband, had 5 rebounds, 5 assists, and 2 points. Now, those two are going to be key for us, I think, going forward. Realize we don't have Lively. I realize we don't have Whitehead. But when they come back, the team will adjust. Until then, Blakes and Jacob will be very big for us, and they will be big for us when those guys come back anyway. So I'm excited about Jacob, too. Love the headband. Now I'm going to go back to Tyrese Proctor really quick. I know Duke fans love to react, just as all other college basketball fans love to overreact. I realize he did not have a great game. Does that mean he's going to be a horrible shooter for every single game after this? Absolutely not. I think he was nervous. I think there's a lot of other factors that come into play in that. It's not like he had the worst game ever. I mean, he did help us out with boards, assists. He did little things. His defense was pretty good. He's a freshman. He's going to come out next game on Friday. I promise you, you'll see a different player. At least that's what I think is going to happen. I was not very concerned. Now, I'm watching his shot because you guys know that I watched that Duke game. I've watched it four times now, okay? I'm not going to lie to you, four times. But watching his shot, it's a good shot. He's got a great shot. I mean, we saw the kid in the exhibition game. Like, come on. It's going to take him a moment, but then when he hits it, oh, he's going to hit it. So, Plus, when we have Lively and Whitehead in there, I think that's really going to help him out a little bit. So I, I'm not really concerned about it. First game, overall, I think we did great. Now, our overall stats was we were 45.8% from the field, 34.5% from three, and 63.6% from the free throw, which we were 7 out of 11, which is... Again, I'll take that first game. Would I have liked us to hit 10 or all 11 free throws? Of course, but can't really complain about that. Now, we had 44 rebounds total and 19 assists, also great. One thing that I didn't like so much was we had 12 turnovers. I know that comes with games, reps. I understand there's freshmen in there, but got to limit those turnovers. Don't want to don't want to go back into some of our previous Duke teams with the turnovers, so definitely don't want that. Now, we will not see Whitehead Friday. Just get that out of your head. He's not playing. Lively, Shire said, is a very good possibility to play. Now, I'm hoping we see him Friday because we need him in that game for Tuesday's game against Kansas. Has to, has to, has to get some reps in. I just don't see that Kansas game going the way we want unless we can get that going. Now, I could be wrong, but I don't think so. I'm hoping to see Lively this Friday, fingers crossed. Now, going to run through some stats for you guys. Duke in the NBA has literally taken over half of my life. I know Duke players are good. We all have known these Duke players were going to be good in the NBA. It's just now they're literally dominating every night. So these stats are from November 7th, which was two days ago. This is happening during the Duke game and after the Duke game and before. So I'm going to run through all these stats, all these people. Here we go. Tatum had 39 points. Paulo, 30 points. Second straight game with 30 points, keep in mind. Brandon Ingram, 29 points. Zion, 
26 points. A.J. Griffin, 24 points. R.J. had 22. Trey Jones, our dude, 20 points, a career high for the Spurs. Kerry Trent Jr., 19 points. And then our dude, Wendell Carter, 15 points. All of those things I just read you happened on November 7th. All Duke players. All dubs. Crazy. So, it is crazy that these stats are being put up by all of our guys. Now, I talked about Zion, Paulo, and Tatum on my last podcast because they're the three that I keep up with the most just because they are some of my favorites. But the fact that Paulo is going absolutely insane is no surprise to any of us Duke fans. I don't even understand how he was dropped down to three in the draft, but thank God the Magic are smart. Number one draft pick, he is him. I mean, I am literally impressed with this dude every night that I watch him play. It's incredible. Knew he was going to be good in the NBA, but wow, he has completely taken over. So I just wanted to touch on the NBA just with our guys. That's my list. That's what I'm reading off. There's a bunch of games on tonight. Tons of them. I think pretty much every single one of those guys I just listed plays tonight. So, gotta tune into the Dukies. Now, our next game is Friday at 6.30 p.m. on ACC Network. We play South Carolina Upstate, the Upstate Spartans. They're from the Big South Conference. They're 1-0. Don't really know a whole lot about them. Sure, they're going to come out playing lights out, just as I assume everybody comes out against Duke playing lights out. Not that surprised by that anymore. Now, I wanted to kind of just wrap up the podcast today with three more questions that people have asked me. I get sent a lot of questions that they want to know the answers to, so I figure I might as well knock out a couple on here too. So I have three specific ones that I picked to answer today because I thought two of them were actually really funny. The first question that I got, which I have actually asked, been asked this probably two or four times, two to four times now. What do you think Coach K is going to do during Duke games this year? So we'll just, I'll just answer that question as what do I think he did during this past Duke game? I think Coach K was sitting on his couch with his wife and his family all watching the Duke game. And I think he was screaming at the TV as he would be screaming on the sidelines. (laughs) I do not think that anything is different other than the location of where he is. And he's not physically coaching. (laughs) I, I can't see him missing a game. You know he's not going to make a spectacle. He's not going to come in. He didn't want to take away from Shire. Of course they talked before the game. But I don't think Coach K wants any of this to be about him, which I love. You have to respect that about him. He's not making this about him. He's not going to games. He's not hanging on. So, yeah, I think Coach K is going to be sitting at his house watching games, screaming at the TV, just as if he was coaching. That's what I think, at least. (laughs) Now, the next question I got asked was, this was actually after the first game, so this was last night. Do you miss Coach K on the sidelines? I haven't really had that much time to adjust to him not being on the sidelines, but to be honest, watching that game on Monday, I really didn't, not that I didn't miss him. You miss his energy. He is the greatest. But it just feels like the perfect time to transition over to Shire and... Duke and the new everything we got going on. New coaching staff, always a new team. So it just, it felt right. I miss Coach K, of course. We all miss Coach K. He's still involved in his own ways. He deserves to be retired. I don't really miss him necessarily. 
I'm glad he's living his life and Shire has taken over. And that's how I'm going to answer that question. <laughs> Last question that I got that I thought was interesting was, which game are you most looking forward to watching this season? Um, now, I, I will say I like being at the games better in person, obviously. It's just better in general. Now, I'm not sure what other games I'll be able to go to this year, so I'm just going to go based on what I'm excited to see on TV. Of course, I'm excited for us to play UNC because I have a lot of anger from last season. So ready for that game. Have that marked. I always enjoy watching us play Louisville just because I graduated from Louisville. But honestly, I am very excited to watch the Kansas game. I know I'm going to be there, but I also am just very excited to see how we are going to react to that type of a game this early in the season, especially with a new coaching staff and everything that's going on. So I want to say the UNC game first, the first game up, but I'm leaning towards the Kansas game. And yes, it is kind of because I'll be there, but I am very excited to watch the UNC game. I'm also just very intrigued to see how we are going to do in the ACC overall this year, just because I'm not really sure how the ACC is going to do. I'm, I'm going to sit back and see. Now, I watched the UNC. Well, I didn't watch it. I watched the highlights of the UNC game after our game the other night, and they looked fine. I mean, it's a, the first game out. Um, I know they're ranked number one in the country. They they didn't look bad necessarily, just not a whole lot of ball movement, which whatever they want to do, it's it's their program. But, yeah, so I'm excited to see all the games, but especially the Kansas game and the UNC game. Um, those two are probably my two that I'm very excited to watch and one go to, so – but um, yeah, that's I'm very excited for the season. After that first game, I feel I feel pretty good about it. I thought overall our team looked great. The passes were great. Roach looked incredible. I mean, Mark Mitchell is going to be great. His defense and stuff too. Oh my gosh! And the energy that Ryan Young brings, I can't even describe it. It's almost like I know I saw a lot of people commenting that he's like an old man in the YMCA playing, and that's okay. Those guys get buckets. And if he's going to stay under the boards and get boards and get rebounds and do all that stuff that we need him to do, put the ball right back up into the hoop, fine with me. Love his vibe. Love his energy. Kyle looked incredible. I mean, a double-double first game out. I was very impressed with his rebounding ability, and I was very impressed with his accuracy for shooting. His three-point shot looks great. And then – Oh my goodness, can't leave off Jeremy Roach's shooting night. When he was shooting that three ball, I was like, oh yeah. He has picked this back right where he dropped it in the NCAA tournament. We knew Roach was going to be our leader, but he looked incredible. So I am very excited for the season. Hoping to get Lively back on Friday. I'm thinking we are definitely going to get Lively back, though. I know Whitehead is a no, but I'm really hoping that Lively gets in there and gets some reps. I will be releasing a podcast after the Friday game. So get excited. Can't wait for the season to start. So much cool stuff going on in the NBA for our Dukies. And now the season is here. Can't wait. Make sure you guys tune in on Sunday for my episode after our game on Friday. Have a great rest of your week, guys. See ya. Me.